cuties. Hey, bro. Oh. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, good. Good. Just been really busy. Uh, finished work on the 14th. And since then, just been running around and getting things together wow, before yeah. we're traveling out. Nice. I almost got into a road rage incident. Uh, I was driving oh, on this physio, and somebody <laughs> crossed over two lanes of traffic and just about hit us. I came up on the sidewalk, came back down, got out of my car. Nothing was, he didn't hit us, but it was, uh, he. <laughs> I fucking lost my mind. Got back into the car. It cost me to curb the car. Could <sighs> do damage. Yeah. Well, my mom was in there too with her knee, so like she got jostled pretty mm-hmm. bad, but she seemed alright. Then we got out of the fucking car at the hospital, and the guy had happened to pull up ahead of us, and he was letting whoever was in there with him out, and. <laughs> So I'm fucking, I come around the side of the car to get mom out for physio and I'm like fucking taking shit out of the back seat and like setting up her walker as I'm yelling at this guy. I'm like, you are fucking irresponsible. Pull out the walker, (laughs) set it down. What you did is unacceptable in a civilized fucking city, you piece of shit. Uh, did you remember to bring your exercises pages? Great, we'll put it in the basket. Fuck you, man! Oh, you got your purse? Oh, Are you sure you're going to need your wallet in there? Okay, that's great. You got your mask? Yeah, okay, okay. I'll be back in a half an hour. You fucking idiot! <laughs> you start mixing it up. <laughs> you calling your mom this piece of shit. You're like, hey, you got all your stuff. You got your pills and everything. You got. Oh, wait, sorry. I fucked up. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the guy had the balls to flip me off. Like, mom joins in to, like, try to help me up out. And she's like, yeah, you're a fucking alcoholic. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was as good Wait, as anything what? I was saying. I... <laughs> At least she didn't, like, come out with some sort of old lady racism out of nowhere. <laughs> old Karen. And yeah, Aaron, end of fire season, about to embark on a journey. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really funny. Um... There's a really big fire in in uh, the Calgary district and kind of encroaching on the Rocky Mountain House district. But too bad for them; they cut us, so that's really funny. So yeah, the the, the hazard throughout the province is still like very high to extreme. It's hilarious, yeah. but province made the call. So and now it's just packing, um, moving things around, grabbing little like last minute things. So yeah, it's been all very exciting do you feel a little bit more like yourself now that you're back out in alberta and kind of living your life away from the strictures of ontario it was never like alberta ontario it was more so like city and rural um Mm -hmm. like i i was pretty well happy in barry it just sucked being away from so many of my friends like not having them around um and then whenever and then overworked big time because you know like i'd be working five days a week in Barry, and then I'd go down to Mississauga to spend some time with Tara. But then we were both working either one or like, but one or two days together. Yeah, you were on the grind down here, mm, big time. Yeah, but now it's uh, the whole fifteen and six, and now I'm done. We leave late Thursday night. And you got you got a lot planned. Yeah, we got a we got a we got a lot. Yeah, it'll just be good to be. <laughs> in the moment and traveling and stuff and then just planning as we go we rented a car in ireland so it'll be fun driving on the opposite side of the road again (laughs) (laughs) for sure so you're going to like six different countries 
for over like uh, probably like eight November December Ireland January, yep. I was gonna say at least Ireland Northern Ireland Portugal Spain France Czech Republic uh, Austria a little bit of Germany Slovenia Bosnia Herzegovina Serbia Croatia I think really I should spend a lot of time hitting off a lot Wales. of those eastern countries yeah <laughs> I wonder why the money <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. I got a lot of Wait, friends you're not, out there. You're not spending a ton of time in Italy just fucking making it rain? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I haven't really spent any time in Italy yet. I don't really have any connections there either. So we figured it'd be a, a good trip for like next time when it's better better weather. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. Croatia's the reason we're going to Croatia is number one, it's cheap, and then number two, it's it's still not too bad to go to right yeah. now. It's it's pretty much the same weather as Italy, but yeah. I'd rather go to Italy when it's a little bit better. And like, I really want to go to Sardinia, uh, uh, island okay. just uh, south of sorry, north of Sicily, just mm. off the coast of Italy on the western side. The Mediterranean Beautiful. Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure Brian, to pack your you uh, wanna... <laughs> your nuclear pills or whatever the radiation pills just in case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I told, I, uh, Brian, I told Tim that uh, Tara and I are going over for the to the war in Ukraine to help out the Russians. <laughs> Smuggle Ukrainian children hey. back into the loving arms of Mother Russia. Exactly. Hey, everything, everything I've read on InfoWars says that this, this whole war, it's all Ukraine's fault. And oh, Russia's done I got, nothing wrong. I've got a friend that's been sharing things uh, like pro-fascist stuff for the Ukrainians. Like any time the Ukrainians wearing like some kind of pro-fascist thing, and so it's like, oh, see, see. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure every single Ukrainian is wearing this shit. Yeah. It's kind of it's amazing what a comedian pulled of... off. He held a country together this long against a giant, and no one thought they could. Like we, I, I assumed completely that they would be done in a week or a month. Like there was no way Ukraine could stand up against Russia, the tanks that they had on display of what they were capable of, and then just you see what what happens when you have a dictatorship and. Everybody has been stealing from the military this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just the sheer brute force of it, and I think there's a lot of Russian soldiers that are just like, eh, I really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the vibes I'm getting. Is uh, talking to a few of the the guys I know that are Russian and like my fancy basketball leagues and stuff. Like they're like a family over there, and like they're. Like, they're close. They have family, like, on the other side that they, like, married into that's, like, Ukrainian. Because it's just that whole region is really just a cluster, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's just a... So a lot of people are very against the war, but they feel like they can't say anything. So instead, they just don't try, mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like, oh, I'm supposed to fight? Okay, cool. I'll be there. This is the yeah, thing. Don't do anything. Wait for me now. <laughs> yeah. This is the Guys, exact same no, theory I had on. as a child when it came to dishes. If I just didn't try hard <laughs> or do them, eventually I wouldn't be asked. I think Daniel has the same theory about not trying hard on dishes. 
<laughs> Shots fired. Drives me nuts. That's for sure. I'm rocking the Mexican Coca-Cola. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. With the cane sugar. Nice. Yeah. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die from natural sugar. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like you've been having some adventures as well, Bri. What? Uh, Holy fuck! What happened? Where began? Do you want to record this with the podcast? <laughs> yeah, if you want. Are you recording? Or are we just? <laughs> oh, I'm recording, but I can destroy anything. It will never no, 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 no. today. No, you no, just no. take this, this bit and put it at the very end. Fucking contractors. Fucking contractors. Hey, hey, you take it easy now. All those contractors, you know, they could be union guys. Yeah, good. <laughs> That's good. all I heard in Ontario. Fucking union guys. Fucking union guys. So Don't do a good job because they're part of a union. Well, you could be a contractor. Just suck ass. Since before we had Sabrina, we wanted to rip out the carpet in our house and change it to some sort of wood vinyl hardwood engineered whatever right yeah <clears throat> but and we wanted to do this twofold one is because it looks nicer secondly we had a cat which was sick for a while so it peed in like a few specific areas of the house and it did damage to like baseboards and we thought maybe there was subflooring damage now it didn't smell like pee because we actually like I was diligent as fuck with that like anytime it was like enzyme cleaner like all day all night <laughs> like treating that like we bought like special machines to treat just that part right like we were super diligent about that but nonetheless probably probably good to take a look at the subfloor right so yeah we uh we decided hey uh, once sabrina is old enough where we feel comfortable going away for a week with her We'll just vacate the house for a week so that's not a ton of interruption to her. Pay someone to come in, do the upstairs in the main floor. Right, rip out the old carpeting, put the new carpeting. And we actually brought Kyle in. Kyle did a fantastic job painting. So Whoa. Kyle, Who's Kyle painted for a few the audience while we were gone. <laughs> Superior finish painting out of Whippy. <laughs> fantastic. So I used to play, uh, I played ball hockey with Kyle. That's how I know Kyle. <laughs> That's the random little The legend so. Kyle. <laughs> I didn't legend. know he played actual sports. I thought he just, played, he just was in curling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, curling is a sport. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Don't you dare say actual sports. <laughs> you know how tired my arms get after I curl? <laughs> Well, if you give props to that, you're giving props to women to uh, who you know actually clean the house and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the you support a job well done, it reinforces the behavior. So, I wanted to start a curling really team this year and call it the Toe Curlers. <laughs> so. Oh, like man. you're getting all this shit done. How close were you to getting an HGTV contract? Like I assume every <laughs> other day they're starting ten new shows. So it was, it was at least twenty thousand dollars worth of work. Jesus, to our house. Wow, and like work plus material. 
right? Like it's a substantial amount of flooring. Uh, we went with a vinyl, but like a higher end vinyl that was more resistant to spills and scratching, yada, 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 all that. Uh, here's where it gets tricky. <clears throat> so we leave for a week. We leave Thanksgiving Monday. We're returning probably like dinner time on the Saturday. We've hired this guy. He's not the cheapest quote. He's not the most expensive quote. He's done work for us in the past. He's done work for my whole family. My whole family raves about him. Stuff we had him do was just classic handyman stuff, so I would I would expect he'd be capable. Right, but my family's used him for large projects. And they're like, fantastic. So he comes well recommended. This man comes in. We have an initial meeting on the Friday before we go away <clears throat> just to walk him through everything. And he's like, during the meeting, he's like, hey, you want to pack up some of this stuff because it's going to be a construction zone. We're like, yeah, no shit. Like, that makes sense. We're going to pack up as much as we can. I'm like, we're going to pack up as much as we can, but we also have a little one, uh, and it's Thanksgiving weekend. So, like, you may have to move a few extra things. <clears throat> If that you need help moving reasonable. stuff, if you need help moving stuff, let me know. I have people that live around the corner. They've already said they'd come and help. All right. Let's have the conversation. We, the updates throughout the week are very much like, yeah, I'm doing this, doing this, getting this done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, and one of the other things we said was you don't need to do the closets because we'll use them as a storage point for some of the stuff. And then later on we can do the closets and we'll just take stuff out of the closets then so it's less for you to move and then a bunch of the little stuff we don't need to buy 50,000 totes for things like that to move all this or a bunch <laughs> of moving boxes we can just toss it in a closet for now and he agreed he was like well you know it depends where the flooring ends I'm like yeah I, I get that if you need to like open the closet and go like a few inches in that's fine Right, like, but like, you shouldn't need to remove everything from the closets because you you don't need to do them. And as every man knows, an inch or two deep doesn't count. Yeah, it's just the tip. Just the tip. If the tip of the flooring goes in an inch or two, then does it really count? <laughs> Hardwood, softwood, vinyl doesn't matter. Inch or two, you're in the clear. Particle yeah. board. <laughs> so, oh, we get we get home, we open the door, and all our furniture is all like stacked to one side of the room, uh, like a ton tons of stuff stacked on top of it, and it is just dust everywhere over everything every single surface like i i don't know if i sent you guys pictures but like i'm gonna drop a quick picture in the whatsapp just just so you guys can see Ooh, i'm excited because uh let me pull it up right here this shit bothered me so much <clears throat> <laughs> so much so like they had to take up tile right so as part of taking up tile you would expect that there's gonna be some issues fair Oh, here we go. Here we go. I found it all. 
Let's share this. Copy and paste. I love this is good narrating for the audience. <laughs> Me and Chalupa well, are very good at space. That's what our dining room table looked like. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> don't worry, I've got the Gillers game on the side right now. They're they're roasting the, the pens. Jesus Christ. See, that's what our what dining room table looked like. What this is fuck? Saga legend my, Ryan McLeod with the goal. Was part of the oh, deal that you would be doing the cleanup? Who's this Brian Smith? Oh my god. Yeah, that's a lot of dust, man. So, we expected that there would be some cleanup. We hired the cleaning crew that would come in out on the Tuesday. But what we did not expect, and you can see from the cleanup that we did, on the second photo I just sent, like, the difference between, like, the quick cleanup we did versus what wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't tarp a single thing. They didn't put a single tarp over fuck, any man? fucking item furniture. <laughs> There's a big arch between our kitchen where there was tile in the rest of the house. You can literally just tape a tarp to the arch and keep all the dust from the kitchen in the fucking kitchen. They didn't type tarp anything. <clears throat> it gets very frustrating to me because it's not just all the furniture and stuff that we have to hand wipe that takes hours and hours and hours and my computer that they damaged and I had to like open up and clean out and all that because they didn't tarp it even though I set it in a good position for them to just tarp over the desk everything it was like yeah you just pull it out and then you put a tarp over they didn't tarp shit but what they didn't tarp that bothers me the most is Sabrina has a bookshelf. It's like waist high. Top shelf is books. And then there's cubbies where she keeps all her stuffed animals and a bunch of her toys. Oh, fuck. And all of her stuffed animals and toys were literally like, if you padded them, you just saw dust clouds coming up off them. And it's heartbreaking because you get home and she's so excited to be home and she just wants to play with her toys and her stuffed animals. It's like, no, you can't. And you can't for the next few days while we deal with this. And then, like, she's not, like, it just became a disaster because she's not in a good mood because she can't do anything and there's all this change. And, like, kids do really well with routine and this fucked everything up. <laughs> right? After going away for a week, which already fucked up the routine. Right? So, and then the quality of the job was shit. Like, just shit. So frustrated. Uh, like, they miscut 45-degree angles, so, like, a bunch of the corners and stuff are, like, jagged, where, like, one part extends further than the other, and, like, you can't even just caulk to make it look good. Like, you're, it's just fucked. Like, the trim's so fucked. So, <clears throat> we're going back and forth with these people, and uh, they were like, they were like, hey, you didn't ask me to do, like, you didn't ask me a tarp. He's like, no, well, every single fucking contractor I've ever worked with tarps. So why would I think you'd be any different? You also weren't the cheapest quote. If I was dealing with the guy that, like, quoted, like, three grand less than everyone else, I would expect to be like, hey, man, 
are you going to use tarps? <laughs> like... Oh, fuck, that's a great idea. People have been pissed. <laughs> yeah, like, I would I would expect to have that conversation, but not with someone that was on the more expensive side. I would, I would expect they'd be more professional, right? And there's, like, just tons of stuff. Like, they just did such a shit job, and we're still dealing with it now. Like, they're coming back Wednesday to, like, patch holes in the wall that they made. <laughs> and that I was like, I'm not. Did the guy named Kyle work for them? <laughs> or Chad? Oh, Drinking lots of monster energy drinks. Do you know what this house needs? Holes in the feels wall. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, they rip off all the trim, and obviously the trim's going to create some holes and rip up some paint above the trim. Like it's just how it goes. Like yeah. especially if there's any, uh, there's any like drywall tape and stuff in that area. But like you're supposed to patch it and for you to be like well that's not included it's like no if you did damage to something <laughs> you should fix that <laughs> so that's kind of how it goes job. You know? yeah and here's where it gets fucked up because they fought me on that but when they took the tile out from the bathroom on the main floor they need to take the toilet out and they broke our toilet and that's fine <laughs> just that's let us know you broke the toilet and, like, you'll obviously cover the cost of a replacement up to, like, an equivalent value of the toilet we had. That seems reasonable. Right? Yep. And, but instead, they just went to Home Depot and bought, like, the shittiest Glacier Bay toilet they could and just dropped it in there. And, like, everything wow. we, everything in the bathroom's, like, styled specifically because, you know, uh, Danielle cares about stuff like that. So, like, she's A, mad that it doesn't match the style, but B, it's not even a chair height toilet, which for a fat man like me sucks <laughs> when it's like that lower height. But not just for me, it yeah. sucks. It sucks so hard for people like Danielle's dad who can barely walk. Yeah. Because it's a chair height toilet. Or my mom, I can't even imagine my mom being able to get up off that toilet. So, like, just if he just let us know and communicated, we've been like, all right, we found this toilet. We ordered it. It'll be here tomorrow. You pop it in. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit more expensive. We'll pay the difference. Yeah, like, but there's just no communication. No fat all. man wants the indignity of holding their breath when they get up from a low seat toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so like, ha- out of curiosity, any of the family members come forward like after all this goes down? They're like. Oh yeah, there was this one time that we had these horror stories. No, they're all defending him. Fuck. They're all defending him. They're defending the contract. Who are you? (laughs) Who are you to your family? (laughs) Yeah, they're all defending my the contractor. But they invite him to Christmas. It's like Brian, you better not come over. It'd be weird. His brother (laughs) died in a tarp. You should know that, Brian. (laughs) That's why he never. Brother died in a tarping accident. You should be. The whole reason he got the contracting. He has oh, fought they, tarp they law from like Trudeau for six years. <laughs> they chipped your furniture. Yeah, they chipped a bunch of furniture. Oh, in the best part. Oh my god. Let me. One more image for you too. If it's not so your penis, after they laid the floor, we already had this beautiful oak staircase, which is like a dark reddish brown scene. And we got, like, a dark wood that had, like, hints of red 
that and like that could at least uh complement and would be like a complete contrast so you would think that between the stairs and the floor where they meet that little gap they would put something that matched this is what they put they put white like vinyl quarter round between a dark wood stair and a dark wood floor that seems like something you'd want to discuss with the owner right yeah. Vinyl corner. Just comes round. in and he just like he just like peels off the back and starts sticking it and I'm just like, wait. What? Especially a married one. And he's like, hey. He's like, well, the stairs curve, so you need to get a custom piece made to fit the, that part. Okay, let's do that. This isn't fucking McDonald's. Yeah. I don't have fucking yeah. rubbers around. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's get the custom piece made. If I am spending twenty plus thousand dollars, am I okay spending an extra few hundred dollars to get a single custom piece of wood made of trim? Come on. Like just use your fucking head. And then he was like he was like, Well, you asked me to come down in price, so like I didn't even want to run a bunch of this stuff by you because it seemed like you guys were trying to keep it cheap. It's like, no, I asked you to come down in price because that's what you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ask if there's a chance for a better deal. That's just negotiate. That doesn't mean that, it, like... If I'm haggling with somebody... So if I get onto, like, Facebook Marketplace and I'm haggling with someone over a puppy and they're like, all right, I'll drop 50 bucks, I don't expect them to cut off a paw or... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I felt like you couldn't afford the whole thing. I'm sorry. So my house is still in shambles because they also did all the closets and they took off the closet doors right away. So everything in all the closets got like a ton of dust on it. Uh, so every single piece of anything in my house is destroyed. Fuck. I've literally had to take apart electronics to get them to work it's it's been a fucking nightmare uh and i would never recommend these people i i wouldn't recommend them to my worst enemy maybe i would maybe (laughs) they do a great job damn it do you think this is gonna end in court maybe i don't know i don't know if i care enough to go to court after going through all this effort I just want them to it would be nice if they acknowledge that they fucked up yeah. instead of just fighting on everything like yeah we fucked up there yeah that wasn't the best job yeah we'll correct this it would be nice if they did that that would be nice that would be the first thing uh, and then it would be nice if they correct a few things and like if they said okay buy whatever toilet you want we'll reseat I'd be like okay cool you save me yeah. a couple hours yeah, yeah, you you destroy something, you try to replace it to the exact same. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like he was like, you, it's the like... same cost as the other toilet you had. He was like, it's a Glacier Bay Ute American Standard. It's like, yeah, I get we didn't have the best toilet, but we also had a chair height toilet. <laughs> like, yeah, we also. By the way, the toilet comes with the fill valve and everything with this toilet. 
It's one of the ones that's like an all-in-one that had came with everything. And the fucking flapper doesn't properly fit, even though like the, it came with the so toilet. It's running water. So it's always mm -hmm. running, unless you literally have to like get in and manually adjust it every time to make it like perfect. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, I get pissed about that too, because I'm like, that's running on my water bill. Like, I'm not paying for that. Fuck that. <laughs> I was at at the Shunda Firebase, the firebase that I was living at this entire summer. Um, I was the resident because because I was the I, I was the camp boss for a little bit because we didn't have a camp boss, so I was doing two jobs for the the just the price of one, <laughs> which Classic. is normal in the government. Yeah, which is yeah, normal in the government sector. or or a lot a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> so I was the residential uh, plumber as well. I had to fix all the toilets, whatever they like. Somebody broke one, like they ripped the the seat off because I don't know, like they're moving all the time when they're shitting. Um, <laughs> or <laughs> just a tornado coming down. I know and... I get very excited playing Flappy Bird on the shitter. He's just, <laughs> and then yeah, like somebody's like flushing the toilet so hard that the chain that connects from the flapper in the back tank, the water reservoir, um, mm. or the water tank, it's broken off. So I had to like create a new like jimmy rig to make it work it was it was wonderful it was really cool it's the worst man yeah <clears throat> so i used a bunch of elastic bands that's pretty sweet cool. yeah so somebody's gonna go there and be like who did this i'm like hey <laughs> <laughs> pop out of the toilet that was me eventually so yeah I, eventually I think I will break <laughs> i think i fixed four toilets i probably saved the government like a thousand dollars honestly <laughs> Because like we're in the middle of nowhere, so like they would really have yeah. to come up and like from town and everything, and yeah, they would do a, wrong, a, a terrible job and stuff. Like no, and this is the thing is that nobody else, like no other leader, would like pipe up and be like, "Oh, I could take care of that. Oh, I can help out." Or hey, like or member or anything like that. It's like no, I just like no, this has been going on for a week, hey. Because like I would just wait to see if anybody did anything. It's like nope, no one's taking you know ownership. No one's uh. <laughs> Yeah. Take an initiative. No one's going to call the office. Okay, cool. I'll just fix this right away. And then I'd fix it. Somebody's like, oh, sweet. Somebody fixed the shitter and just goes right <laughs> in and just destroys it. That's forestry to a T. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, those are some great pictures there, Brian. <laughs> Good Lord. Fucking that's like if I did the job. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I might as well have just done it. The level of work that has been put in, I might as well have just done the work myself yeah so that being said <clears throat> work-wise things are going well that's good it's a pivot off shitty contractors uh i can talk about shitty employees for a second without using names. do it uh i have an employee he's a senior account executive and he will be a he was in line before I got hired. He was in line to run the sales team. Then I got hired and I've done really well in Ontario. And this guy's out in another province. And because I've done so well, I've usurped him for moving into a managerial and running the team. This guy. He may be the worst sales rep I've ever witnessed Ooh. we do a lot of in face meetings in person meetings with clients 
and we sell to what I would consider director level and potentially even like executive level people. Mm -hmm. So there are a few things that you should learn. The first is how to speak. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen we here. Don't fuck want to take nuts. From... <laughs> we don't want to take anything from, uh, you know, the, the speaking impaired people. It's worse than that, though, Tim. I would take listen here, fuck nuts over. So, um, uh, um, <laughs> we need to, uh, really invest in, um, uh, um uh working together uh, <laughs> it's it's so bad <laughs> and like the up until recently the president of the company has run the sales team the president of the company he understands it's an issue but he's been trying to help this guy along for like multiple years and this person has lost clients that were handed to him and not closed a single new logo. Mm. So he's actually been a net negative <laughs> for the company when you look at it that way. But is I it social anxiety? Or... Yes, it's definitely anxiety, but it's also, I'm pretty sure. He he would do whatever he could to avoid the kind of meetings where he would need to speak because he was anxious and he wouldn't he wouldn't be comfortable in those settings so instead of forcing himself to get better and become comfortable he's turtled turtle turtle am i not turtly enough for the turtle club? oh my god does that count as a deep cut now i think so Oh, Dana Carvey. <laughs> so, let me get the picture of this guy. Is he, you know, like the salesman, charismatic appearance? Is he young in his twenties? You said he's been helped out for a few years. No, he's 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 in his early forties, if I were to guess. Why is he still in sales? Has no one given him the benefit of like we just need to go to the barn? Don't worry about what's in the barn, man. Like, maybe operations. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> in fairness, looking at his history, I think he's been more of an inside sales rep, the kind that just does quoting and supports the outside reps. But somehow, either he lied or someone was just like, oh, we need an outside rep. Let's promote him or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know is his, his brother a contractor for home renovations? Yeah. <laughs> I assume so, he gets a lot of his sales like I get sex. Just sheer pity. Like, oh my god, he needs help. Let's let this fucker rub one out. <laughs> so this all came to a head a few weeks ago when a key client of his was... They've not been a good client. They're public sector as well they're not-for-profit actually and not-for-profit clients are tough because when you're doing work for them they obviously nickel and dime you a lot and they're very low profit for you to even do for them right yeah. so we were and there's a lot of 
there's a lot of overlap in what they're doing and what we're doing. It's wasting a lot of time and energy, and there's not good communication between the organizations. So we dis- we're like, we need to sort this out. The president, before he goes on a two-week vacation, is like, all right, Mr. Sales Rep, you need to do this, 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 this. This needs to be done. You need to own it. And then he's like, I've included Brian. Brian's going to be a resource to you to help you where needed. He's been through a lot of conversations like this before. Okay. A week later, we have a meeting. It's on a Thursday. And the meeting is to discuss what we're going to do for a client, that client meeting, which is the next Thursday. So in one week time, we're meeting with the client. We need to discuss and have a game plan. We have the four most senior technical resources in the company on. We have our CTO, two directors, one of operations, one technology, and a manager of operations. So we have our four most senior technical people. It's an expensive call to have internal when they could be doing better things. We have the sales rep, myself. So what would they be on the phone for? Just like, here's all the information you're going to need. Here are your bullet points. This is what it does that you are going to be selling that kind of shit this is yeah it's a big strategy session it's like hey here are the we see that they are uh buying laptops on their own and not joining them to the domain just giving them to a user so we can't manage the laptops and ensure they're secure because we don't know where it is who has it etc etc okay okay top priority number one priority number two they're buying Windows 11 Home Edition laptops. We can't do anything with them, even if they are on the domain, <laughs> because it's Home Edition. <clears throat> and it's Windows 11. And no one supports Windows 11 yet, because it's trash. Uh, <laughs> and it's basically a data mining tool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like things like that. And then, like, hey, their server infrastructure is five years old. They should refresh it. We should look into the cloud. Or, like, what's the best for them? So, those type of things. So, we have this meeting, and the sales rep's supposed to run the meeting. It's for his client. And then he just gets completely frazzled. And the tag team starts, like, being like, what's happening about this, this, this? And they're just complaining. It becomes a complaint session. I'm like, fuck, man. I told him before the meeting, I was like, I'm a fly on the wall. I'm only gonna step in if needed. Five minutes in, I'm like, "All right, everyone, calm down. <laughs> this is inefficient." <laughs> what is the number one priority from the technical team? Let's start there. What do we see as the number one priority for the client? Okay, perfect. Do you hear that, Mr. Sales Rep? Number one priority is this. So we need to figure out a way to bring this up to the client and let them know. That's a put in an effective solution. It's going to cost a little bit of money. So they're going to, we're going to need to have the conversation where this is not for profit. They're going to have to go for approval somewhere. Right. I don't know the company well enough. I don't know how they operate. Every not for profit's different. Right. Some just are a cash cow with funding coming in. Some need to like throw events to get funding. Some prefer operational expenses that are the same each month some prefer just one large capital investment like it's it's a shit show that space but i would expect that the sales rep that's managed the account for four years would how they do this kind of stuff 
So we go through and we prioritize things. And like for the first time, the technical guys and sales are aligned with this account. It seems like at the end of the call, it's like, okay, what's the go forward steps? And he says, give me the weekend. Okay. Give me the weekend. I'm going to uh, think about this and create the plan that I think works and I'll send it. This is on Thursday. We say, I say, okay, sounds good. We end the call. I send over a full page of meeting notes to him. I'm like, you were in the call. Here's my notes. Whenever you can send your notes out to the team. Whenever you have a meeting in business, I have a rule that within 48 hours, notes need to go out. Ideally within 24. Because notes have action items for everyone. And also, everyone can, while it's fresh in their head, they can be like, oh, well, actually, that's not right. We need to do this, right? It's important you get your notes out, especially if you're in sales. It should be a best practice because you have all these client meetings. You should do it with clients, right? Like, if I have a meeting with you, I'm going to send you, hey, these are the minutes from our meeting. This is what I'm working on. All good. Yes? Cool. Accountability <clears throat> for somebody in a different department if they say they're going to get you something and then they're like, I never exactly. said that. <laughs> yeah. So, Monday rolls around. Midday Monday. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I haven't seen anything about the plan or the notes. Nothing. Crickets. Do you think you'll get them out today or uh, tomorrow? Uh, Let me see this. Let me see. Today or tomorrow was his response. The next day. 2 p.m. hour time. So he's a few hours behind. So it's around lunchtime for him. How's the client coming along? Also, uh, separate requests. I'm like, I get no response. I wait a few hours. I'm like, I'm heading to dinner, but the team is eagerly awaiting the plan. <laughs> we'll need time to collaborate and strengthen what message you're doing before presenting it to the client. <laughs> the meeting is now in less than 48 hours with the client. We're running out of time. When I'm back this evening, I can review anything you said and provide any feedback. I appreciate your support, but you need to give me space here to work. I can manage my own workload here, and I will produce deliverables in due time. (laughs) Corpo speak. But he's already a day late on producing his deliverables <laughs> and we're in a time crunch so clearly you can't produce your deliverables so i said in all fairness you told everyone you had a plan and would deliver it by the day monday <clears throat> you've not sent out meeting notes still and you've not met the timeline you said you also didn't notify the team that you'd be late if you're <laughs> going to be late with somebody at least just give everyone a heads up like hey i'm still working on this So they're not just in the dark, like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) It's like the purpose of the call was a collaboration. We need time to collaborate. I'm not trying to be a dick or micromanage this. I'm trying to stress how important this is to everyone involved. I actually said I would work on it over the weekend and never committed to a Monday end of day completion. Not true because it's in my meeting notes and I want to put it in my meeting notes without 
Also, the CTO had the same meeting notes that I did with Monday and today. But anyways, he's like, you are in fact micromanaging quite a bit, which is not helping me right now. I'm trying to concentrate. I respect that this is a collaborative idea, but it's also my responsibility as an account manager. I need the space, the space to make sure I'm putting down what I'm putting down will be received and accepted by both parties, which is a difficult task with this client. I can respect that last bit a little bit. <clears throat> I have revised my idea several times since I first had it on Thursday and have been back to the drawing board several times. I need time to make sure this is right. And once I'm confident in it, I will deliver it to the team. I, at this point, am like furious because I'm like, first off, if you think asking for an update on something that you said would be done is micromanaging, then you have no clue what micromanaging is. <laughs> if I was to micromanage this, I'd literally be like, hey, man, uh, so make sure you talk about this point, this point, this point, this point. You need to make sure you hit this. Like, <laughs> this is... order. <laughs> All I'm doing is asking you for an update. I've asked three times, two since you've been late. So, like, that's it. I don't think that's micromanaging. I was like, this is best discussed outside of text as tone can easily get lost. <laughs> like, that's what I say. I'm like, we'll hash this out once we're on the other side of the meeting. Because I also don't want to, if he's already rattled, I don't want to bitch at him and have him just completely derail and fuck up the meeting. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, we'll hash this out on the other side of the meeting. You're a better to person than I get my... a response. <laughs> You're a way better person than I am because I would start to plan. I'm like, well... You've irritated me. I have <laughs> written dialogue of us going back and forth of me asking for all of this stuff. Now I want to watch you self-destruct and get fired, because fuck you, buddy. <laughs> but you're a better person yeah. than I am. So, his response is, I'm going for a run right now, because I'm not in a place to discuss this. To which, oh, Chalupa didn't hear it. He responded oh, to me. He responded to me. Said, "I'm going for a run right now because I'm okay. not in a place to discuss this." <laughs> to which I lost my shit for so many reasons. The first being, it's like mid afternoon for him at this point in time, so he's still on the clock. <laughs> and if you want to go for a run and you're done your work, or like you're gonna work late or whatever to balance it, that's fine. But if you're fucking behind on something and during your work hours you're leaving to go yeah. on a run are yeah. you shitting me <laughs> like are you actually shitting me <laughs> so i'm like uh i'm i'm just baffled at this point so i call him the next day and i'm like hey man <laughs> like What's happening here? Why did I get the response I got? Like, I'm not, I don't want to hash this whole thing out right now, but why did I get the response I got? He's like, he's like, you know, you were micromanaging, whatever. Like, okay, you know what? We'll deal with this later. You got the thing out to the team. I haven't reviewed it yet. I'll review it in the next hour. I'll call you back. I'm supposed to be at a conference at this point. So my day is supposed to be taken up by this conference. Instead, now because it's Wednesday and the meeting's the next day, I'm now reviewing a fucking 20-page PowerPoint document. So he didn't, 
create a plan. He created the presentation to the client, and it is shit. <laughs> it is so bad. <clears throat> it's so bad because here's how it comes across. Here's the issues we have. It's just like throwing, like, like it's like you're shit at this. <laughs> oh, and here's how we fix it: money. <laughs> Pay us more money, <laughs> and then you will not be shit at this. <laughs> He's nagging them. Like, it, <laughs> that's how it comes across, right? So I send, just like I talk to him on the phone, and then I send this email out feedback to everyone. Let me pull up the email. For our chat, I really like, I, I tried to shit sandwich this. Mm -hmm. I tried to give him a compliment first. I really I like, enjoyed I the really Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really like how you focused on providing things in an easily digestible way for the client. I agree that we continue with that focus. Which is bullshit because I think PowerPoint. When you're trying to have a discussion with a client, PowerPoint's the worst thing you can do in sales. Make PowerPoint just, you're going to make the person fall asleep and you're just talking at them. You're not having an di open discussion. You, you, you got to be very engaging if you're doing a PowerPoint. And the PowerPoint has to be done well, too. And, like, from what you described from this guy, that's that's not his MO. Yeah. And, like, it's you're not trying to sell a product. Like, this is very much a, like, here's what we think. What do you think? In a lot of back and forth. And PowerPoint may not allow for that back and forth, right? So uh, I was like, my thoughts on the content, let's not talk price until we position value and have them on board with whatever the plan is. Like, let's sell the solution before even talking about the price. Because if you talk about the price before they've even bought into the solution, then they're going to look at it from a, from a light of this is expensive rather than we need this. Right? Yeah. He's like, the plan, we have a large list of problems that we've highlighted here. The solution to these is more complicated than higher rates in a new agreement. When creating a true plan for where we would like to take the client, we need to focus on prioritizing those large pain points, all while leveraging and speaking to their biggest focus. So we need to know what their biggest focus is. It sounds like it's security, which makes sense because a lot of places are getting hit with ransomware, etc. So every single point that we do, if that's their biggest focus, we need to tie the pain points we have to their big focus. So it's like, hey, this fits like your directive, your board directive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? And I'm like, and also for each of these pain points, we need to address the problem, aka the what, who it impacts, why it's happening, when and where it's happening, if applicable, and then give them the solution. We can't just throw the solution. So I'm like, hopefully this sheds some light. Shed some light. No response. <laughs> it's now Wednesday evening. Okay, I'll make some changes. That's all we get. The technical team, by the way, piled on a few things, and he was like, I'll make some changes. Next day rolls around. He's cut out one of, like, three pricing slides. It's like an hour before the meeting with the client. I'm in, like, I'm tied up all day. I can't review it at this point. Our director of technology is like, hey, you need to take these out. He gets a response. Hey, 
Uh, I will if I have time, but I have to meditate. <laughs> You're not respecting his uh, self-care routine, I think, at this point. Yeah. You know, mental health is very important. <laughs> yeah. You know what's very important? Uh, not losing I'm go for a run. <laughs> so... I'm honestly still hung up on someone telling me deliverables. That would piss me off on the floor. I know that like there's corporate speak and you get used to that kind of stuff, but like the the non-answer like weird conversations office people have, uh, like when my buddy lived here and he was uh, talking in HR. (laughs) Yeah. Corporate speak. I've done it long enough that I'm kind of used to it. I still feel like I, strike a good balance where i don't use it too much but i do use it sometimes i'm guilty of it in forester i've definitely had to pull back and talk like you know normal speak like even talking about (laughs) helicopters like nobody in forestry says helicopter or even chopper we say machine Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah make sure you load up the machine and stuff like that but it's just like talking to you guys it's like the machine. You're like, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> what kind of machine do they got? What's going on there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys in Russia? What's going on there? But yeah, and, like, and especially with Alberta Forestry, we love acronyms. We love acronyms. It's like, oh yeah, pass it off to the hack leader who's, uh, you know, make sure you go talk to ASGS and then you talk to the woo. And then, uh, yeah, just double check with the DO. Roger? Yep. Copy. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah <laughs> our industry no, 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 is a like... lot of acronyms as well it's yeah it's just it's a time. pain in the ass man <clears throat> uh but like you just get used to it right but like yeah, you yeah. try to i've had to like like speak in full language here to you guys and like as a reading it being like all right that acronym that acronym <laughs> can't say the client's name can't say this person's name. <laughs> it's been a challenge to tell this Can't story. Say that. Can't it, say it's that. amazing how you can string a set of words together to say, like, go fuck yourself. But, like, in corporate speak, it's like, <laughs> you know what? We're going to circle back and touch base on this at a later point in a one-on-one. But uh, let's get back to the meeting at hand. <laughs> oh, snap. Linda just got rolled. <laughs> so, and the, the meeting, the client meeting happens. Oh, no. I'm not in that meeting. Like, I'm not in the client meeting. I was in the planning. I was there to help be a vessel for whatever the plan would be. <laughs> You're midwifing this into existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I am not. I, if anything, I want to, like, take my name off of this. <laughs> and he gets into the meeting with the client who he has an amazing relationship with and it's just apparently stutterville it's just stutterville and ums and us it's like oh, but you have no. a great relationship and that's like oh wait you're trying to present to them you're not trying to just ask them questions and let them do the talking and come with a solution you're trying to present to them and you haven't prepped because you haven't had time to run through a presentation if we were to do a presentation properly for a big deal like this what you should do as a team if we had time was he should present to the key members of our team so we could act like the client and poke holes ask questions record him so he can be like hey man you said um 70 times in the first minute (laughs) (laughs) it's 
it was a shit show, an absolute nightmare. And so the director of technology took over the meeting within like 10 minutes and like everyone, it's a two hour meeting. He's got them engaged. They're loving it. They're not going through the PowerPoint. They're just talking, the client and the director of technology back and forth. And they have all these deliverables and they like, they're starting to create a plan going forward. And then he gets a message, uh, like in the team chat that we have, it's like, we need to wrap this up. It's from the fucking sales rep asking the director of technology to stop having this great conversation with the client. Tell me he had to and... go for a run. Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> right? He also said that like an hour and 10 minutes into the meeting when it's a two-hour meeting. It's like, wait, what? Do you just want to like him to shut up so you can run through your slides? Like, I don't understand. If this is a great conversation at this point, especially because you clearly can't talk, you should just be taking notes diligently in letting them run with it. Oh, yeah. So then meeting ends. <laughs> now we have a thing where the sales team, what we do is in the team's chat, when we have a bunch of opportunities, like we come out of a meeting, we have, let's say, four opportunities. We There's a thread that has like this the technical leadership guys on it, and we say, hey, I need this done by this time for the client. And they go, okay, I'm assigning this technical resource to. So there were five or six action items from this. 24 hours pass, he's put nothing in that chat. Hmm. He hasn't sent out meeting notes. <laughs> it's a recurring thing. So our director of technology just starts putting shit in the chat for him. And being like, I guess I'm a sales rep now. <laughs> like, <laughs> pay me commission on the account. <laughs> like, just... and, uh, and then he starts talking about the, the sales rep comes in. And he starts talking about like, well, I want to present this until I get an understanding of the budget and how they request money anymore. And I'm on vacation at this point. And I'm just like internally just like, first off, how do you not have an understanding in four years? And then I'm like, so, so figure it out. I literally message. So figure it out in the chat because mm -hmm. I'm on vacation. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm still trying to provide support, but like, I'm trying to do it much more briefly <laughs> and so I can enjoy my vacation. So we tell him this and then he comes back and he's like, no, I'm asking other people I know that work for not-for-profits how they raise funds in budget. And I'm, I'm, I was like, ask the client. You know the client. Go to the source of the information you need. Don't ask a third party that may operate completely different. Like, why are you adding more work also Let's once again not talk budget with them. Driving me nuts. So, and then like he responded poorly once again to that and just mm. reacted poorly. No, and, not him. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I was just like, man, like, you, like clean it up, basically. You got to clean this shit up. And then he comes back after going to ask the client about stuff. 
apparently that conversation, he didn't qualify it because even though the conversation that our director of technology had with the client was great, the client didn't want that meeting to be about that. They wanted the meeting to be about their old technology plan, their three-year plan that is coming to the end to check and see if there's anything left from that three-year plan that need to be done. So he didn't qualify the meeting. He literally wasted everyone's time. Uh, and the thing that hurts is now we and we still should be taking the things that we've that we got in the traction from this meeting and pushing forward with it, but he's letting it stagnate because he's now focused on these like two little things that didn't get done from the plan previously. Another thing is is it's not it's not a three year plan. A three-year plan should be revolving. It shouldn't be like, here's our plan for three years. At the end of three years, let's see what we did. No, it should always be like, should always be checking in quarterly, biannually, like however you want to do it, right? Like you need to check in throughout the plan and then like continually add. Here's the, here's the minor changes we can have so that the technology we purchased for the three-year plan is still relevant and we don't have to just replace it all. Yes, Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> so, Tim, you want a job? Yeah. Oh my God, hey no! Because wanna, I am literally this west? guy you are talking about. There is no way I should ever be involved in sales because I will do everything in my power to avoid those phone calls, and <laughs> I would, I would be the worst. I would be exactly this guy. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> dude, and I would lose my shit like internally, and then just be like stern with you internally i'd be like <laughs> wanting to yell at you but externally i'd be like tim you really need to figure out how to deliver the message to the client <laughs> can it be in text because i don't want to get on the phone <laughs> can it be interpretive dance <laughs> it, it's like could putting it be through a comic book of me could it be through a comic book of me pitching the idea <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's like putting a person that can't swim as a lifeguard and, and, I am yeah. salesman. <laughs> as a mute person the on the drive-thru <laughs> this is the thing man like i i think we need to just fire the person right like, really it's it's pretty clear but like i feel like he's been around so long and certain people in the executive team have invested a lot in him so they're gonna want to try to fix it uh, that's the thing is that like it's it's the it's like that balance of well let's give him a bit more time to figure it out but then as soon as you start giving more time then it's like it, well we've invested all this time and money in this person so now we can't let them go anymore and this is like no but you can yeah there's it's a like couple the person has a base salary over 100 grand not including commission wow they're literally just burning through cash for the company yeesh yeah, it is interesting when people invest into a bad idea and then can't walk away. Like, is some kind of personal, like, yeah, failing on them at a certain point. They just can't admit that it's bad. Hey, folks, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Coach Critics Canada is back with a vengeance. We'll see you next week. If you're looking to talk to us, you can email us at beardedandboard at gmail.com. Other than that, 
stay well, stay out of trouble, and uh, keep your stick on the ice, bud.